My guest today is the owner of this wonderful business I'm, that I, and I have my studio in, in Fort Meg's CrossFit. Um, we talk about nerding out about uh, a bunch of little things. She's not quite sure what she nerds out about, but we talk a little bit about a bunch of little stuff at the beginning. Um, go into, you know, balancing her, have good work-life balance. Talk about her creating this business and how it got started from when she first attended a CrossFit gym to co-owning it with several people. Um, we get into their their little gym when they first started to now where they're at and how that came to be. Talk about kids, talk about uh, being married and, and we're kind of, me and her are kind of similar in the fact that we always dabble in all these things and our spouses just are right behind us 100% just trying to trying to help us in any way possible and vice versa. So we talk about that. Um, we talk again, we talk about the gym and the different coaches and the classes and the stuff they have to offer here. So it was a great podcast to learn more about her and, um, and to again, you know, so I can personally thank her for, for allowing uh, me to be in her space in this studio. So, uh, listen in and, uh, please write the, write the uh, nerdball podcast at gmail.com for any questions. If you want to be on the podcast, uh, find it on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So now, here's my guest. I'm Cindy Dodelin, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, Cindy, thanks uh, for joining me on the podcast. Did that sound okay? <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. I screw up yet? <laughs> no, no. Um, I uh, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, and before we start, I do want to say this. Um, this is now my third uh, podcast episode here. This is the uh, Fort Meg's CrossFit Studios. If you uh, want to know anything about what they do, it's fortmegscrossfit.com. Best known for group fitness classes, but also have personal trainers, youth fitness, hit classes, which is high intensity in- interval training. No experience necessary. Um, they uh, train according to personal ability. So if you want to know anything about them, again, visit fortmegscrossfit.com. Cindy, I do want to personally thank you because this is your gym. You're a co-owner of this Fort Megs CrossFit Studios, uh, or gym. This is the studio that you're in. But I appreciate you letting me uh, use your space here. I'm happy to. Um, it was, it was um, I always like when people reach out who don't know me, uh, and you seemed right away, you're like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, just based on people... That we know together. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so before we start, my first uh, question I always ask is, what is something you've been nerding out about lately? Something you're really into, if it's books, cooking, movie, TV shows, if you like staring at maps, like what are you, what are you into? The only thing it can't be is it can't be your job. So it's something outside of work that you're super into. The FAFSA. The <laughs> <laughs> financially. Really? <form. laughs> um. Not because I like it or yeah. what, no, but that was like a big thing. That was a big hurdle to get over. My daughter's going off to college, okay. so there's that. Um, I remember, just, I remember yeah. filling those out, and oh. as a kid, like, well, you're 18 or 19, as, and I'm, I say as a kid, but I was like terrified. I was gonna like do something wrong, and then I couldn't go to college. It's awful. It, yeah, I, that's how it makes you feel, and yeah. it's like a black hole. You put all this information <laughs> in, and then you just sit and you wait. And you're like, did I do it right? Yeah. I don't know. I it really actually it wasn't as bad as I anticipated from the comments that I read before I did it, and mm-hmm. then I was putting it off because I was just I didn't want to deal with it. But no, just um, nerding out about I not one particular thing, just kind of like a 
for me, it's always a mindset or a growth thing. Like, how can I, it's a continuous thing. It's not, it's mm-hmm. like a, uh, I can't really point to like a one, one thing, but mm-hmm. you know, I just, I want to purge my house and declutter and, you know, like always trying to find systems or ways that I can be more efficient or like just squeeze more out of my day. And I don't mean that like in a productive type sense. Yeah. I mean, just like having even like agenda free time and leisure time, because I think that's important too. So I don't know. Well, yeah, lifestyle. Like yeah. wanting to know what kind of lifestyle is, or you want to have this particular lifestyle and all that goes into, well, if I want to be able to sit down comfortably, then my house has it should be decluttered and I should, you know, sometimes you have to make time to sit down. I know my wife makes me do that because <clears throat> I don't do that all the mm-hmm. time. I'll come home and immediately start doing something else. Or that's why I'm, I coach sports all the time. And in the summer, I'm out doing yard work or something. She goes, can't you just sit for a little bit? <laughs> and then when I do, she goes, you don't want to be here right now, do you? I was like, I'm comfortable sitting here. But in my brain, there's like, there's so much other stuff I got to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You sound like me. Yeah. My, I literally sometimes in the morning I get up and my wheels are spinning and I just don't know which direction to point myself. And yeah. I'll text Adam and I'm I'm like, help. And he already knows. He's like, just pick one thing and do it. Because I'm just like, I have all these things I want to do and I just, yeah. I'm not sure what to, and that's kind of the beauty of my job that I have that flexibility, mm-hmm. but also then I have to figure out ways to manage my time, you know, because I don't have somebody standing over my shoulder I'll have Morgan. She's <laughs> she's my business partner, so she helps. Um, she's very structured and like she's just she's on the ball. She does yeah. things, you know, in real time, fast, and so I, I I don't know that helps me. She can keeps me on track, but well, it's good to have like someone that's opposite, kind of like mm-hmm. you guys. Obviously, both have the same mindset. Your business partners, mm-hmm. you want to do this thing, but uh, as far as like the actual work that needs to be done, it sounds like you guys are a little opposite. Where s- Work's going to get done um, by both of you, but maybe a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's good to have That's that accurate. yin and yang part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when you are, um, obviously you're you're into fitness, otherwise you wouldn't be having, you wouldn't have this uh, CrossFit gym here. What, uh, does that part like being, because you got to be structured and regimented when you're doing workouts, that kind of stuff. Does, mm-hmm. does that, and it sounds like it doesn't quite carry over to like your home where you're like, I want to do all this declutter. I want to get all this stuff, but there is no structure to that kind of, especially when you said you, you call your text Adam and he goes, just pick one. But there's no, like, <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have a list of things. Like here's number one. Here's number a list one. just wouldn't help me no. like <laughs> because I get distracted. So what, what's, what's a big distraction from you? I mean, before you? anything. Oh no. <laughs> this I, podcast right now, you could be doing something else. I just saw some, birds fly by out the window <laughs> i did though but um yeah i i don't um i think as a parent when you're raising children um there's a lot of distractions that happen and i almost wonder if it programs you that way you know when you when you have kids that you have to be fluid mm-hmm. when you're a stay-at-home mom which i was for you know most of the time and so your main focus is them and you don't know what's going to happen yeah. <laughs> like during the day you just have to roll with it. Yeah. And so and your kids need you throughout the day so you get called away from things that you're doing and I sometimes I wonder like is that why my brain works this way like cuz that's just the way I was programmed for, yeah. with kids. And I like you know. said you, you it'd be very 
like you you probably feel uncomfortable sometimes when you're like oh i got to get these things done i can't get everything done but if it was the other way and you had like all right we have to do these things in this order and if that order gets disrupted then you would feel uncomfortable too i would imagine yeah or anybody anybody with parents that's true or say with kids who are parents yeah because i know when when we plan a day and something messes it up it's like oh it was like everything was planned perfectly, and we could it, two two cars were going two ways, and we had it all figured out. And then a flat tire happened, mm-hmm. or I had to stay late at work, or this, and it just throws everything off. Yeah, and then it's more even more frustrating. Well, I can get to my commitments. It's just my day. Like usually when I wake up, my I'll have a plan, and my day won't look like the actual day won't look anything like the plan that I had, and that happens very often. And it can it can be like kind of frustrating and stressful. Mm-hmm. So I need help. <laughs> Somebody why, why told me what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I think the the <sighs> the important part of that though, like it could be frustrating. the The plan didn't go as planned, but at the end of the day, did you still get things accomplished, or did things oh happen, always? Right? Oh, like, I mean, just, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Do I do a lot? I pack a lot into my day. I'm very yeah. I'm self motivated, and um, and that's why you know you mentioned fitness and working out, I really think that is so good for me because I can come in and turn it off for an hour and mm-hmm. just have someone else lead the class and say, this is what the warm up is. This is what the workout is. This is what your goal is or your form should look like. And for, I can just like follow that lead and I don't have to think about it or, and I don't like, well, I guess sometimes I get distracted a little in class, but you know, it's, it's good. It's, I, I just think physically and mentally, it, that's maybe why I love CrossFit and it works so well for me, that whole um, just... Being told what to do. Yeah, method of fitness. And then yeah. the group um, is more motivating to working out with a group of people. I work harder than I would alone and I don't... You know, I'm committed for that hour. I won't get bored and leave mm-hmm. um, or, you know, find something else to take my attention away. So that that's maybe why I, I love it so much. I know um, that sounds... A little like my wife, where she makes decisions all day at work, mm-hmm. and then the, when she comes home, the last thing she wants to do has to make more decisions. Yeah, um, I get that. But it's the same thing. Like when you're here in class, you're like I don't have to worry about anything. No decisions, mm-hmm. no planning. No, this is they're they're telling me what to do. So mm-hmm. it is it is good to have that. And I guess that's what that nerd out question is about. Like have that thing that you get away from all the all the day to day stuff and frustrating stuff, where you have this one thing where you can just sit and and be focused on this, whatever it is. It could be super silly or, or it could be educational because you like to read books or whatever. But it's that, I, that's why I like that question is what gets you away from the stuff that could possibly frustrate you on a day-to-day basis? Hmm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe um, you should, maybe that's one thing you can f- see if you can pin- pinpoint. Like, hey, what do I like to do outside of this thing? It is a lot of little things, but maybe you can find one thing where where that is a focus like knitting or you know, reading these type Nature, of books or whatever. Getting yeah, outside. Or go for a walk. For sure. Or that kind of 100% stuff. Yeah. Is, is, is that me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Making my heart rate go up. <laughs> kidding. I don't, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> it might happen again. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Um, but that would be, that's a very calming mm-hmm. thing and it's a good way to center. Just, I already know, like being outside or. Yeah. Um, just, I like to learn. I, don't, my ca- I got a new camera this year and I got. Um, some new camera gear, new le- and everything is updated and in a good way. Like I don't like it when my phone updates. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to <laughs> learn that. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. But um, taking better pictures, uh, that's kind of a blend. That's kind of a work slash hobby. Yeah. Passion. Yeah. Can, um, 
can't tell you when you like you took pictures of me mm-hmm. uh, and you showed me one, mm-hmm. and it's like. I mean, pictures are, are pictures or whatever. My brother-in-law uh, does photography too. And then when I look at like the picture you took of me, I'm like, man, that is, it's it's such a simple thing. Uh, but you talked about that, all the equipment and everything. But it, the the difference between a, a picture on a phone or a camera two years ago to the one you showed me, it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. it looked, it was so cool and so good, you know, yeah. made me look really good. Yep. So <laughs> <laughs> That's what good gear will do. Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, the knowledge and how to use it, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I mean. I when I get electronics, I I use it for what I need it and it's like the bare minimum of stuff. Like that camera that that's filming us right now, there's probably all this cool stuff it can do. Right. Um I don't have time to go into like what makes it better or what can I use it for. So I use it for exactly the reason and it could be a lot maybe it's a lot better, you know, I just don't go into it more, you know. <laughs> I know it and that's <laughs> So maybe you learn like I do where you, if somebody were to come in here and take that camera and show you, look, Lorenzo, this is what it can do. And then that would be great. But you're never going to be that person that opens up the book or whatever. Or I don't know, like now I like how things are online and you can just read Mm -hmm. or not, you know, watch along, I should say, not read, but you know, it's more of a visual type um, education. So if if somebody shows me, I'm a hands-on person, like, but I don't want to read it and figure it out that way. It's I don't know. No, I get it. No, that's that, that's why YouTube is out there to exactly. find all those YouTube videos. That's my point. Yep. I know even at work I use Excel and I'm not very good at it. And I have it for these two things, and that's the only reason I use Excel is for these two things at my job. There's all these other things you could do, the different formulas and everything. I even took a class on it in college because we had to <laughs> on all the Microsoft Office gear, mm-hmm. and I just I just this is what I'd use it for. <laughs> that's it. Well, we're limiting ourselves. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes, yes we can do better <laughs> we let's can tr- let's we try can, yeah. yeah um so you talked about taking classes here because this is a gym you co-own how did you get this started first of all when did it get started and how did it come to be like hey we should have a crossfit gym? 2017 okay. we opened the doors um it was a group of friends and we all used to work out together at another crossfit gym and then that one moved so then there wasn't one in perrysburg and so we thought, well, we'll just, I don't, I don't think any of us really thought it through a lot, like, um, but just, we were excited. We, mm-hmm. we knew we wanted to do this and we felt like it wouldn't have to be big. We would need like maybe 30 members to cover the cost. Okay. Um, we had kind of that figured out and um, we hit that right away. It didn't take long at all. But we, like, like I said, there's already kind of a cell of people that were working out together that we knew wanted this type of fitness. Yeah. Um, so it was just about finding a space and kind of getting the equipment. I mean, like it all came together pretty quickly. So that was in 2017. And then we outgrew that first space. It was around the corner on Eccle. Um, and then this one became available. So we got in here. So we were happy to be in this building yeah. and this location. And we've just been growing ever since. That uh, first, the gym that you got, you guys belonged to before you you um created your own Mm -hmm. that was here you said that was here in Perrysburg yeah so when it left it left a void and and that Mm -hmm. make it easier like hey guys that gym's not here there's really no like CrossFit competition so did that make you feel a little more comfortable to be say like hey let's these people still want it so let's make it it did and even we didn't even um advertise it was and we were kind of tucked away in this little space so I was always surprised when people did find us but it was just word of mouth and Mm -hmm. you know just grew very organically and just people you know it was all a really great community so it was easy 
And why why did you not even start this gym, but before that, why did you say, hey, I want to do CrossFit as opposed to any any other type of gym? Because I was always a physical person growing up. I was my sister. I have two older sisters. We would be outside playing all day long. And right next door to us, there was a big family. They had a lot of kids in the family. There were nine boys in the family. Mm -hmm. And so we just played outside all the time. We played every single sport you could imagine, like just from sunup to sundown. So I was always out playing. And then, you know, after you grow up and you start a family, kind of that element of play goes away. Yeah. But and I think because... I played with all those kids all the time, like, and the, they were boys and they didn't take it easy on sure. us, you know, like we played. And so we learned how to throw a ball and kick a ball and ride a bike and skateboard and all those things, basketball and Frisbee. Um, then I played all sports in school. So I was, I, I don't know, it was always a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I was working out and I was bored and I was, I didn't really know. I'm like, gosh, I'm just, I know I'm capable of more and I want this hour to count, you know, yeah. but I would be on the treadmill or something or I would look at the guys lifting weights over on the other side of the room and I just, I didn't feel comfortable going over there and picking up a barbell or a a weight. I just never was taught. I just, I don't know, never felt comfortable or was encouraged to do that or even really knew much about it. But my sister-in-law was the one that told me, she's like, oh, well, I've been going to CrossFit um, and her husband was too. And she's like, you you would really like it. and I was like, I don't know. You know, it sounded intimidating. She's <laughs> like, I promise the people are so nice and the guys are gentlemen. They're like not meatheads. There's not a like bunch of swearing and stuff. And they're, you know, just just come try it. And so because I had one person that had been there and liked it and would I knew kind of like I'm like, if I just have, you know, a buddy to go. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like took the fear out of it. So I I tried it. And um I told myself, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for like three months, I think. I said, regardless of how I feel in the beginning, I'm going to give it a fair chance, even if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I liked it right away. And um, it kind of checked all the boxes. So she was right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, like you said, it's important to have, like, I mean, there's probably no way you would have done it if you were just like, oh, I found this thing. I'm going to go try it. But to have, like, somebody else there. I don't know. Right? I really don't know what my original, like, what my first impression would be because I didn't hear about it. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it. Um, and that was the one here in Perrysburg? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you- and that was 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So, did you, uh, where'd you grow up? Did you grow up around this area? Mm-hmm. Okay. I grew up in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. I went to Little Flower and then I went to Central Catholic. Oh, that's right. We, we talked a little bit about that because yeah. I went to a little Catholic grade school too. Okay. Uh, yep. Our Lady of mm-hmm. Lords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, how'd you, how'd you make your way to Perrysburg then from Toledo? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I moved all, like, I think I've moved about 10 times. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if something isn't fun for me, I won't do it. It won't hold my interest, my daughter. Even this city, we're out of here. <laughs> no, that just go. That proves my, that just goes to show you, though, how much I love what I'm doing. Like, this is a good fit because yeah. my daughter had this one. She had to interview me for um, school one mm-hmm. time, and I think she regretted that choice because <laughs> one of the questions was, um, "How many jobs have you had?" And we yeah. sat and wrote them all down and figured it all out. And I had had 24 jobs. Really? Yeah. So. Well, that I mean, I have a friend right now who who does like seems like she says every three years I just you know that's not always bad like you're you you're doing a thing whatever job that is you're doing 100 percent you're you're giving it your all because this is what it is mm-hmm. and you're like you know what this just doesn't feel good anymore I'm gonna go do something else you know it, it doesn't mean it's like you're bad at any of these jobs it's mm-hmm. just you're deciding on your own like I want to feel better at 
this place. Yeah. Wherever I'm going to spend a majority of my time, I want to feel good about it. Yeah. And I'm going to move on and do do some other things or experience other things. And you know, it kind of plays into our the very beginning of this episode. Uh, this episode where you talk about like. I don't know. I, I like a lot of things. I mm-hmm. like a little bit of of a lot of things. And when it feels right, then that's where you land. You don't. Yeah. You can. You can. You and people should keep evolving and keep seeking yes. and keep yeah. growing. And because we all have a lot to offer, and if we just limit ourselves, like we talked about, <laughs> yeah, you know, then um, we're not really living up to our full potential. But to answer your question, I grew up in Toledo and then from there I moved around a bunch just going to different schools colleges um when Adam and I got married we moved to Florida and we lived there for I think five years six years something five anyway Mm -hmm. and then we moved back here but I always liked this area so I knew um I would like to settle here Mm -hmm. I just you know from every all the places that we live we lived in Toledo Rossford Swanton um Perrysburg Florida back to Perrysburg Back to Toledo, back to Barry's work. I mean, like, we're all over the place. But we've been here now for a while. Does Adam ever get, um, I guess, voices, frustration? Not frustration. Maybe that's a, a bad word. But just, like, Cindy, what's what's happening here? Uh, has that conversation ever came up? And then after a while, you're like, this is just me. And then he figured it out. Well, <laughs> What do you mean, what's happening here? Like- well, well, because, because like... Uh, and even though my my dad like I would I would get a job and he would think like okay that's his job for forever and then I get another job and he's like wait I thought this other job was your job oh and then like nope. or or so with jobs or with homes or with like any of that stuff like is that just Never. how you've always been mm-hmm. I would imagine so that's I mean he is my biggest cheerleader and biggest supporter I wouldn't even be like where I am without him yeah. that's one thing I can that's I mean, he's a, he's amazing he it took me 12 years to graduate college and he's the one that got me through to that final like yeah he's you know was totally supportive of that um and the gym too <laughs> like I don't know what's going on down there um no um like I had a photography studio for a while and he came and made it beautiful like mm-hmm. new floors new tile new paint like everything like hung my pictures, you know, like if this is what your passion is right now, he's like, no, he never gets frustrated. Same with That's the gym. Good. Like he is in here all the time just helping. Like how can I, you know, I, I just think he wants to see me happy um, I, and well, yeah. fulfilled. And, you know, I want the same for him too. Sure. Obviously we we do make a good team, but yeah, he's very helpful and supportive. I think that's uh, that's very important because I know for me it's it's – like for this podcast, I've said it here before, but for this podcast, for any other thing that I want to get into, we raise ducks for a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and like anything, my wife is like, all right, well, what's your plan? You know, and, and then she she wants to be a part of it and she wants to help me. She wants to do other stuff, you know, and I do like, I like when people like it's, you go to college, cool, you graduate in four or five years. For me, it took me four years to get my two-year degree. For you, it, you know, you went to college for 12 years. Like, I think all that's important to to not only to people who are listening or to adults, but even like the the kids, I got. But there's high school kids that listen to this and to mm-hmm. know, like, hey, you don't have to do everything. Uh, I got to graduate in four years, then I get a job, then I'm there for th- like everything's different all the time. Whatever is best for you is best for you, you know. Yeah. But it's good to hear. Like, uh, I mean, I should have known. I've I've met Adam. He uh, seems like a nice guy, and, and you guys uh, work well together. So I should have known. Like, 
yeah, he's going to be along. He's going to help you. And, you know, he wants, like I said, he wants you to succeed and you want him to succeed. And that's the same way I am with my wife. Like she's behind me 100%, even if it's a ludicrous idea. You know, I, I think I told her one time, I used to do stand up comedy. And I told her one time, I was like, hey, uh, what if I, to- what if today I told you I'm going to quit everything and pursue stand up comedy as my career? She's like, you would just have to show me a plan and we'll, Get, get to it so That's like awesome. yeah so like any little so thing. our spouses aren't scared off by our craziness and <laughs> no. our weird ambitions <laughs> No, that's, and he, I mean, and I say that, and he keeps me grounded too. I don't, he, and, but he's like that with our daughters as yeah. well. Like Brooke, my oldest, she wanted chickens. He's like, fine, you know, let's build a chicken coop and get some chickens. And so we did. And well, she saved her money for, we, we what, what was it? Oh, we, we gave her this challenge and we said, if you know, you do this, we'll give you, I think it was a hundred dollars, which at the time seemed like a lot of money. And she mm-hmm. was saving for an iPad. So she did it. She and she earned the money. And then at the very last second, she's like, I don't want this iPad. I want, and this was before like all kids had phones and everything. You yeah. know, this is, she was probably, it was at least 10 years ago. Okay. She said, I want chickens. And so <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but, and we live in downtown Perrysburg. Yeah. So at the time, we're, we're like, well, it doesn't say, there's kind of a gray area. It doesn't, you, doesn't say you can't yeah. have them. So we got them. And then it was a whole thing. Like it turned into, I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> that was us. Um, <laughs> we were behind that whole chicken movement. But yeah. in the end, you know, we did come to an agreement. Um, and Do you still have chickens? No, because um, we put in a pool. Uh, so we, in order to, but, so we were allowed to keep them. But in order to keep them, we would have had to move our chicken coop over, and it would have been like right down the center of our yard. Um, and then we would have to have to microchip them and get a permit. Like some of the yeah. things, we just didn't want to deal with. It was kind of silly. So <clears throat> we just gave the whole flock away to some nice people. Oh, nice. And yeah. But it was a good experience for Brooke because, and my other daughters, they got to raise them and watch them. It was very nice enrichment. And they learned a lot, not only just like caring for these animals um, through all the seasons, but just like how to deal with an issue and a problem too with the city yeah. and with others. And, you know, I don't know. It was, it was a good learning. It was a good experience. But. That was, I remember like just, because I live in the township. So hearing, oh. hearing about that and, and, going through that and i'm like oh my gosh and i didn't know the city and the township had different rules so when i when we wanted to get our ducks i was just looking online talking to people and they're like uh it costs 50 bucks to get a permit and that's that's all you need for a township and it's like and someone told me she goes but don't actually pay the 50 bucks until you get in trouble because even then it's just 50 bucks i said okay so <laughs> I, I never never paid my 50 bucks lorenzo <laughs> is the city 50 bucks <laughs> Did you have a pond? Where did they? Yeah, I, so live? I put a. Uh, we built a little uh, house for them, and I took a stock plastic stock pond, mm-hmm. and I buried it in the ground, um, and then just had a little pump, a little fountain, uh, like a little waterfall to, to pump the water around, keep it moving. Um, but yeah, it was good. I, we've had them for we had them for a while. We don't have them anymore. <clears throat> but uh, again, the same thing. Like telling my kids, hey, go collect the eggs or go feed the ducks or you know, mm-hmm. to, just to. Uh, um, like a little job to have, you know, little chores. They're they're eleven and eight now, and they. I, sometimes I feel like um, we don't give them enough to do because I just remember when I was a kid, I was always cleaning something or doing something. <laughs> um, I always like I had to clean the kitchen or do the dishes or clean the restrooms. That was always the worst job, especially when we had four kids in the house. Nope. But like just to like, and then I I look at my kids. I'm like, they're involved in a lot of sports, a lot of school things, and everything. And I just think I was like. Um, we just they just don't have like daily chores, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's 
if that's just a thing kids don't do anymore, if it's just something that we don't do. I don't Do your kids have chores or did they have chores? Yeah, they, when they were smaller, before they had a lot of their own things going on, like sports and social life, mm-hmm. it was easier to have a routine for them. And we, we have kind of gotten away from that a little bit. But I also see that they do have some big responsibilities. Yeah. They're athletes and they have jobs during the season, like summer and when they can. Um, but they do have some chores, but like they, there's, it kind of goes as a, as needed. Yes. Yeah. Like. Brooke and Sydney were out there picking up the dog poop yesterday, and I didn't care if it was wet outside. And it was so fun. I was watching them, and they were like screaming and carrying on. It was so funny, <laughs> but it had to happen. So yeah, someone's yeah, got to do it. Yeah. Um, um, they do help. I uh, I do they come here for classes and stuff too, or have they? Um, they yeah, there was a point where all three of them were coming, but oh, nice. um, uh, Sydney's more. She, She's like she runs for Perrysburg and Brooke does too. But Brooke's passion is the gym. She loves to lift. She loves the strength training part of it mm-hmm. and the competition part of it. Um, she's actually going to get certified. She's kind of studying right now and working on getting her level one so that she can, you know, keep coming to class and training. Okay. Um, you know, working. Um, and Willow, my youngest, she she comes in here too. Like none of them are like consistent, but they do. They love the gym and they love being here. They love the people, yeah. uh, you know, mostly. Oh sure, yeah, but yeah. They they're in here. That's my favorite part. Like my favorite part of coaching is when like when the kids like to come and you know my son was a water boy for us this past season and my daughter um, she likes coming to the games and on sometimes on Saturdays when she didn't have stuff going on she'd come to the JV game and be a water girl and stuff. So I like like them being part of it. Yes, you know, it's same thing here. Like. I I have this gym. We have this gym. You know, come be a part of it, and especially if they really if they like to do it. You know, it's one thing like, hey, well, I'm forcing you to come yeah. in here, but it's another thing if they like it. And that was why it worked so well when we opened the gym. It wasn't something that was taking me away from the family because the mm-hmm. family was always here with me, and they mm-hmm. wanted to be, and they loved it. So we could do this and still be together. So that was a huge motivating and deciding factor of whether or not we were going to do this. You know, at the time they were all involved and yeah they went everywhere i went but now they're older and they drive so <laughs> they're not they're not with me all the time that's all right mm-hmm. sometimes i guess mm-hmm. <clears throat> um was did the the gym that you attended before before this one did that have a family room because because you have a kid area family room and yeah in this it, building. it and, had a small room where the kids could stay okay because i wasn't yeah. sure if that was something like hey uh we're we're building this gym and we this other one didn't have it, but we have to have it if we, especially to help Mike. Oh, uh, well, then our very first gym, like Fort Mix CrossFit, we didn't have. Well, you a said, kid's. said it was smaller. So you yeah, didn't have enough space. The, my original gym where I started, that one did have a little side room, and I remember I would save the kids electronic time. They only had like a certain, <laughs> yeah. like I think thirty minutes a day, so that's when they got to use their iPad or whatever it was yeah. while I was at the gym, and they were really good. They didn't, you know, so they could tag along with me. Um, but then our first. Our first, we always call it the little gym. The little gym didn't have um, anywhere for the kids, but yeah. they would just hang out on the side. Sure. Like there, we had benches there. It was just more of like a, they just stayed out of the way. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's actually good because they just by observing, they can see a lot. You know, it's good for kids to come. I, I encourage it. Yeah, I think so. Well, and, and you have, you know, kids classes and stuff mm-hmm. too for them to, to get started in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, we were sitting here, I was going to ask you questions before we started. I was like, you know, I got to save, save it for the podcast. But one was, because we're here recording this, this episode's going out on, it's Thursday when you're hearing this, but we're recording on the first, 
And I didn't know if you were going to have a class today, but you did have class. And you're like, ah, not a lot of people showed up. Do you feel like, because I would imagine this gym is like, you know everybody mm-hmm. and you know you, you know everyone on first name. Do you ever feel like you have to call or text people like, hey, why didn't you show, show up to oh, class yeah. today? Yeah. We do that. All do, the time. Yeah, I, yeah. Because if you, well, first of all, I feel like it has everything probably today was because it's, you know, everybody was up late last yeah. night, <laughs> New Year's Eve. So a lot of them are either probably just going to bed or <laughs> just tired from the night before. But um, yes, what happens here is people come in regularly to the same class, like their routine. You know, mm-hmm. if their work schedule allows them to come in the morning or whatever time they come, then you see the same people. So then you form friendships and relationships and you kind of bond with the people in your class. And if you're not around, people notice and they'll text you or we do have partner workouts. So that um, when you partner up with somebody, you know, you kind of partner up with the same person usually every week and they'll like, then they'll just get to know, hey, are you coming tomorrow? It's a partner workout and stuff like that. So that's kind of a nice way to just make sure that we stay engaged and People are helping one another be accountable. But yeah, if, if you're a regular and you're not here for a while, somebody's going to notice and reach out to you and give you a nudge. Well, I would imagine that makes you feel, as the person who's uh, missing class for whatever reason, it, I mean, you could just be sick, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever, for whatever reason, it, it's got to feel good. Like, hey, this community, I'm not just paying to go to this gym and they don't care about me. Like this, it's, yeah. it's not just the the people who I work out with, but the owners and, you know, they want to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing or making sure you're okay. Just in general, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you're not, you've missed the past two classes. Is everything good? You right. Know? And I like, I've had my friends, um, they'll text me, are you coming to class this morning? And I'll say, Oh my gosh, I just, I have a lot to catch up on. I can't, I have, I have laundry, like a mountain of laundry. And then they'll say, you know, so what? Like, just let it, Yeah. it can wait, get in here. And I do. And then I'm always ha- happy. Like you always feel so good. Like you're glad that you did it, but it's, you know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have come up with the work in, but it, they're right. You know, sometimes we just need to have our friends keep us on track. But we do help each other a lot. When when you you talk about partner workouts, um, I would imagine as adults, you're doing a partner workout. You're always working with the same partner uh, for the most time. For the most most of the time, you're always working with the same partner. Do you ever? Um, and maybe this is just me being a coach and working with kids. Whenever we do partner stuff. I force them to work with other people, uh, with other kids, mm-hmm. because kids have their friends, and this is who they're going to work, work out with. And sometimes they don't do well with that person because they talk a lot, <laughs> oh. you know, or whatever. <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, you guys are always together. You're going to be with her, and you're going to be with her." Like, do you do you ever like? like we just don't assign, or no, not really. And sometimes it's just who's in. Cl- sometimes you are limited to you know. You might end up working out with somebody who you wouldn't just because that's that's who showed up in the class that day, you know, yeah. like if my friend Nicole wasn't there, then I'm going to work out with Victor and that's okay. You know, we don't, we aren't going to use the same barbell because he's a, a stronger person yeah. than me, but that's okay. You know, um, there's always a way to make it work. And it's, I think it's fun to step outside of your bubble. And that's why it kind of forces people to, you know, get to know each other and, and, under circumstances, they like I wouldn't normally walk up to Victor and be like, "Oh, hey, you want to work out with yeah. me?" You know, but because we're partnering and doing the same workout and sharing that work, then um, you get to know each other, and it's it just kind of that's how the community strengthens itself by just kind of it's the format. Um, what was the question? <laughs> no, you <laughs> well, answered. I, got, I feel you, you like I got it. off on a rant. No, 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 you answered um, it because it was just about like <clears throat> basically 
making people talk or be with different people that they probably oh, wouldn't be with. Yeah, but my first coach did do that. He would um, sometimes say, and I think he would just match people up to their abilities too a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, Cindy, why don't you go work out with so-and-so and you and you can partner up for this one. Um, because if you're going to scale something, it makes sense for them to do it the same way because, you know, that's – the other thing that is nice is if you can't do a movement or you know, you're going to use different weights, you just do what works for you. You yeah. don't have to, you know, sometimes people are scared. They're like, ah, I can't come to the gym. I, I can't do CrossFit. I don't, I can't do a pull up. That's okay. You don't have to do a pull up or yeah. any other movement that is programmed because there's always um, a plan B or a plan C. A modified yeah. way of doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't let that be a reason why you don't try because, and it's about progressions too. Yeah. You can't do a pull up yet. Mm-hmm. But you will. <laughs> you will. I don't think I've ever been able to do a pull-up. Yet. Yeah. I've always been. i been, uh, I think who, the football player's like, hey, can you do a pull-up? I said, no, I'm 280 pounds. I can't lift myself up. That's a lot of weight I got to lift up. I can bat. <laughs> what if you, like, fell in a hole? What if you were walking through the jungle and you fell in a hole? I guess I had to do one of those, uh, what do they call it, like mom strength, where there's a car and a child, and yeah. they lift the car up by themselves, you know? Maybe then. Maybe then. You maybe know? then. Should we test that theory? <laughs> I'm gonna put me in a hole. Let's see. <laughs> see if you can get out. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll work on rope climbs too. Then while we're at it. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'll get you out. Um. Also, since we're here on New Year's, um, do you ever see? And, and probably not because your the gym is is what it is. But like the thing that always comes to mind around New Year's is like resolutions. Like I'm gonna work out. And like people come into the gym, they they're there for a month, and then you don't see them again. Does that happen here very often? <clears throat> I would imagine it it wouldn't as as at like at bigger gyms because it's just the We set goals throughout the year. I feel like every time period is a chance to start like every new day, every new week, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel yes, we probably do get an influx of people at the beginning of the year. Just that seems like a natural starting point for a lot of people. Yeah. And we used to have a program that we would begin after, but we wouldn't do it on the very first of January because people are still kind of settling from the holidays. And then we would wait till the kids all went back to school. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe mid, mid January, but we probably, we have some, we do fun things throughout the year that I think are good starting points for people or reasons to come in and get started like mm-hmm. um we have some fun stuff coming up we have tough love that's our valentine's day workout we have a fundraiser coming up um so that's the other thing too like people in the community when we, we've had if somebody's going through something mm-hmm. or something something tragic happens in somebody's life we'll pull together and um support them and help them um and as far as like fitness goals like when to start just um we try to be very welcoming just Anytime, you know, like anytime's a good time to start, but we'll probably get a push at the beginning of the year. People that want to begin. Do you have like knowing that, knowing like, hey, there's going to be a few extra people that want to want to start doing things. Is there something I know you talked about where we'll do classes when the kids go back to school mm-hmm. and we have these other fun things. Is there something, you know, like we got to try to keep these people not just like, hey, it's more money for us. But like if they want to do it, then let's let's help them do it. Is there like. Not necessarily surefire ways, but there's something that you always go to to be like, this is how we can, we have a better success rate of keeping people in the gym if we do X, Y, and Z. Or is it just? Um, I think we try to listen to what they, what people are asking. We're adding a noon class, so that starts tomorrow. So I'm excited about that because that will be able to accommodate a whole group of people that 
maybe can't come early in the morning because they're getting their kids on the bus or they work in the afternoons or that, you know, that's just not a good time for their yeah. family dining. So noon we're, you know, so we try to always have things available to fit anybody's need or like, that's why we added the high intensity interval training class because some people want to get in here and do um, a challenging workout, but they don't want a lot of weights and barbell. Like mm-hmm. they don't want those complicated Olympic lifts or anything like, you know, that. So that is a different type of workout for them too. So just offering a variety of stuff for something for everybody. But, and I like when there's a busy class, that energy is good for everyone. Yeah. When there's a lot of people in there, it just makes it that much better. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone's feeding off everybody else and wanting to do more or better or lift harder or whatever. Yeah. Stuff. What's, what's your favorite class that you have here? Um, or what, uh, I guess, what do you like to do when, when you're working out? Hmm. I like the workouts that have a variety of movements. Okay. I like... That makes sense. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes you get... Like, there's I, there's been workouts where it's like a two-mile row or something, and I'm just... That's boring to me. That's very... But there's a reason for that. You know, there's mm-hmm. a reason why you would program something like that, and it's good for you. And so sometimes it's like anything else, like... I might not love this workout to, and so that's the thing. Like you're not supposed to cherry pick your workouts. Like don't stay and work on your weakness. Like if you don't like something, that shouldn't be. Um, you shouldn't shy away from it. You yeah. know, let that be an opportunity to learn. Or there's still a benefit there for you. So I like workouts that have different movements. I like weights. I like barbell. I like cardio. I like all of it. I like it mixed up. And some, and I'll even sometimes do that. Like and the coaches know, and they. They'll let you do that. They'll encourage you to do that. Like if you, I don't want to row for the cardio portion the whole time, I can bike or I can oh, ski. Okay. Use a ski or you know, there's you're you're allowed to kind of make it fun for yourself. Yeah, yeah. that way. Yeah. Do you have a? I, I, when I would lift weights, I would use an app, and it was like, all right, here's your workout today. Because um, that is, I, I've coached football for a long time, but that is one thing I'm not good at is like knowing. Um, I can show show kids like this is how you lift. This is how you bench press. Mm-hmm. This is how you, you know, do bicep curls. Like all, I can show them, but I've never been able to like put together a work a workout plan. So I, so I use this app, and it would I'd look at for the next day, and I would get excited when it was legs. I like working mm-hmm. on legs, but then if it was like abs, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to do that. But the app's telling me to do it. I got to do it, you know, because it, it takes into account like, well, you did this yesterday, so these body parts should be recovered enough where you can do these exercises yeah. or whatever, you know, and um. So is there is there like a we like the things we're good at? Oh, 100%. yeah, like <laughs> you're <laughs> you right. say abs, you like right. some, yes. when we have to do hollow rocks, I'm like, oh, <laughs> they make me feel bad about myself. Wait, what's a hollow rock? Um, it's you're it's kind of like you know what a dead bug is, right? When you're on your back with your legs and your feet oh, okay. in the air, yes. so it's like yes. an ab, and so it's like um, you engage your core, and you a hollow rock is where you kind of like ro- you kind of rock, but your your whole body is like tight. You're like in that. Oh, kind of, okay. Um, okay. Tight, like core yeah, yeah, like kind of like a, a crunch with your arms and legs off. There. So it's like uh-huh. it's not easy, but yeah. um, Le- legs have you. always been my favorite. Uh-huh. I've, I've always liked legs, but yeah, abs, um, even shoulders. Shoulders are good. I don't. I'm not a. I never like bench pressing because my arms are so long. Like I remember when I was in high school, we had a kid. Um, I'm six two. And I, I don't remember how far I got bench press in high school, but I had to go far away. to the bench press. This mm-hmm. kid could do 300 pounds, but his arms are so short. He'd go up and then come down. And it's three, like, ah, oh, you bench press. Yeah, but your arms are like six <laughs> inches long. Like it's, it was frustrating for me because I could, 
I couldn't. Do, it just seemed like a lot of a lot more energy expressing a lot more energy because I had to go so far out. That Everybody could, has their yeah things, their movements that they're good at. Mm-hmm. I see that here too, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like some people are really good at cardio and body weight gymnastics type movements, and then we have people that are just really really strong and can lift a lot, and you just I don't know. You find what you're good at, and we do it all, but. If is if there was one thing for you personally, if there's one thing you're like, man, I wish I wish I was better at this or I want to be better at this. Like is there a particular thing that you Probably, yeah, endurance type yeah. stuff. Like barbell cycling wears me out. So I just tend to go lighter. Like I don't lift heavy. Um but you know, I might as I've gotten older, that has changed too, the way that I approach a workout and what I want to get out of it and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I have to, that's constantly, I'm making adjustments for that. And, but I do, I would like to get better at like barbell cycling, like just doing this, like a lift over and over, like, cause it, over to like thrusters. That one, <clears throat> a lot of people don't like thrusters. It's just, it's hard. Like it involves every part of your body and it's just, it's it's tiring Mm -hmm. so just i guess getting comfortable with being uncomfortable right like being able to work hard even when i'm tired or um i want to move on to the next thing but staying engaged and staying focused you know i I know that's good for me so yeah i i I always want to be more flexible i'm i'm so stiff mm -hmm. i'm so stiff i can't even like i don't like sitting on the floor Mm -hmm. like we were playing a game through the uh, on, on Christmas and I can't sit cross-legged. I just, my hips, my, I start getting a cramp in my hip. My <laughs> knee hurts. Like I just, I just can't do it. And I just want to be like more flexible. And I was doing yoga, a little bit of yoga at one point. I go, man, this is hard too. Like it, I've never done yoga, mm-hmm. it, but it's fun. I, I like it uh, because it's difficult. Even though like, if you look at someone doing a pose, it just doesn't seem difficult. But when you do it, it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> It it is, and it, there's different types of yoga, and some of them are really hard. Yeah, like goat yoga. You got goats all over here. Did you ever see, the, did you ever see videos? I have heard. Yeah. <laughs> puppy, there's puppy yoga now. There's just puppies all over the place in the gym, and you're just Ooh, hanging out doing yoga fun. with puppies. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I could be more flexible too. We need. Yeah. We all need to stretch more. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if you know who David Goggins is. Yeah. Um, so I, I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast years ago, and then I got his book and listened to his book. Uh, which, by the way, like his book is really good just to read it. But if you listen to it, there's like after every chapter or every once in a while, there's like a mini podcast where he, he's talking to another person about like more in depth of what the book is. Mm. Um, so it was really good and it was real inspiring. And he, uh, but he was talking about when he first started working out and doing everything. And then, like, he stretches for, like, two hours, like, every night. And I'm like, man, that's, uh, A, that's a lot of time. Yeah. But I would imagine your flexibility gets really good if you're spending that much time just sitting at home, you know, stretching. But I just, We should do that. I know. Like, we have a foam roller. Adam, will he'll use it. The girls will use it. And there's, now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, we have bands. Like, you could do that. You should stretch more. My friend got me one of those uh, Theraguns. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never had one of those. And mm-hmm. I like that. That's that's good too. Uh, sometimes it hurts a little bit, but yeah. so does getting a massage in general, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it hurts to be stiff too, though. Yes, sitting it does. on the floor <laughs> trying to sit cross leg. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I just if there's one thing I could focus on, I think it would be that. And I mean, I should probably just focus on getting in the gym in general. So 
But again, that's another thing. I, when I would do well, it, you, you can't. You, you can just that you went to the gym today, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? I don't think you didn't so. work out, but you're at so. the gym. I guess baby no. steps, right? I'm here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you down there. Um, what? Uh, explain, not explain, but tell me us a little bit about your coaches because you have uh, several coaches here. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you go through and and do they all? Um, do the same classes? Do they have like specialties or stuff that they know? Like this is what I want to teach. Um, Cody, he, he teaches our. He's our full time coach. He teaches our barbell class and a lot of our CrossFit classes. Okay. Bart is down there now. He's um on. He teaches like the Sunday classes. Um, and Amanda teaches our hit class. But uh, they all teach. Um, they all coach CrossFit. Okay. Yeah, and most of them have like other full time jobs. Um. Corey's here in the afternoons, and Matt, he fills in. He's got kind of a crazy work schedule, but they're, yeah, they're all um, just amazing. They all do CrossFit. They all love it. I feel like they took it next level because they like CrossFit and working out, you know, that way that they w- went and got certified and, and teach for us now. So, yeah. but yeah, they all, they can, they're all capable of coaching any of the classes that we offer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kids' class. Um, like I said, my, my daughter Brooke's been jumping in on that and Ryan is, she, um, she's going to be doing this next session that starts, when does it start? start this week or next week? I need to check, but we have a kids class, a new session coming up. So yeah, they all teach everything. Teach everything yeah. what, what about you? Do you teach any classes? No, no, I, um, no, I never got certified. That's just something that, I mean, something that you didn't want to do. You just like, well, I, if I hire or if I bring on really good coaches, then it leads me to do, you know, these other things or run the business, right? No, like to be honest, I, <clears throat> I have thought like I would like to be certified. I would like to go through that course and just to you know learn and have that certification. But um, I've been around CrossFit for so long. Um, I feel like it would probably be a, a natural and easy transition for me to do that. But I don't know that I would take it like to want to actually um, coach. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But and. But I don't. I don't know why I never did. I just yeah. never, never did. And I, honestly, like this position that I'm in right now has evolved. It, it didn't start out for me to be um, where I'm at. Like Adam is technically the the one that started. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were just kind of a package deal. And he has his own business, so he's busy, <laughs> and I do this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, again, that's that would be uh, a lot to do. Also, like, hey, yeah. I gotta. I'm co-owner of this business. Oh, oh, I forgot. I gotta go. Morgan to does class right now. Yeah, so, yeah. She coaches a lot, and she coaches. She can coach all the classes too, and she she does. So that's it's nice. I I just feel badly sometimes that I'm not able to help in that way. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a, a motivating factor because if I were certified, then you know I could jump in and help if there was you know a, a class that needed covered or something like that. So yeah. Well, maybe you can get certified just for that reason. Like right. you don't you you get certified, and then you don't have to do a class every day or every other day. But yeah. just to just to have it in your back pocket, saying like, "Hey, if something happened, I could step in if need be." You yeah. Know? Just I guess just knowing that um, knowing that you have that capability make what might make everyone feel better. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not making you want to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah we have a, a group going uh, the. In two weeks to get certified oh. in Columbus. So, do you find that uh, like the the people who are going through the class, like 
I would imagine those are the ones who are like, you know what? I want to do this too. I want to be a leader. And I would imagine some of those in your gym are like, hey, can I be part of that? Too? Sometimes it takes me initiating that conversation. I see, um, I see potential mm-hmm. in some people. I see these characteristics that I know would make a really good coach. And then like I approach them and ask, I have like personally just pinpointed a few people because I've worked out alongside of them and I hear the cues that they're giving to their partner or just their, you know, work ethic or their attitude or just their leadership skills. And I think this person would make a really great coach. And then I ask them, like, have, have you ever considered, like, would you consider? Um, and that usually ends up in a yes, you yeah. know, like we, that, um, I haven't done that a lot, just I'm, but that is um, one of the ways. But now some people are going to hear this and you're going to have like 14 coaches in one class now. Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> but that, that's good. That's good that you can recognize that and see that. Yeah. And same thing like for me in football, like I know there's certain kids like that if you want to coach football, I think you'd be really good at coaching football. And you can see that. I would. You can see that. My kids have been involved in sports since they were really little. And you can see that right away. Like who's the little coach out there or or who's the one that can lead and then if they decide that's what they want to do maybe it's not coach that sport but maybe it's they're the leader of a business or mm-hmm. you know the, but there's you can see it pretty early like this is this is what this kid is should do yeah. when he gets older the coaches we have now they all um came to us that that was the decision that they individually made like mm-hmm. they wanted to coach and they took upon themselves to go get certified and there's different levels too. Like some are level two, some have kids certification, like there's other certifications that you can get and you can just, it's like anything else, like the continuing education, you can just add layers to that. Yeah. So we encourage that. Oh, nice. Uh, you talk about the kids class. What's the, what's the age range there for, for kids classes? 10 to 14. Okay. And then, um, some of the kids, they've, like evolved into the adult classes too. So oh, okay. once they get old enough or, and some some of those athletes they would come in because they're involved in another sport mm-hmm. and they wanted to just find something to supplement their training. Um and then as a result their parents would come and oh. uh, we, like we have a lot of families here, like parents and children, like the whole families that mm-hmm. are into it now because of one person came in for whatever reason and so then it just kind of you know grows. Drags everybody else yep. in. <laughs> like, hey, after a while, like, guys, I've been coming here for three months. Uh, somebody's coming with me. Mm-hmm. Get, yeah. <laughs> someone else is going to It's neat to thing. see that, you know, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there's, if there is, what is your, ad, like, I'll give you this time, like, what is your advertisement for this gym? Like, what's, what, if someone's new to, never done CrossFit or they don't even, they hear this and they're like, oh, I didn't even know that existed in Parisburg. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is something that you would want to tell people about this gym or to be a part of this gym or, or what it, how it feels? And well, it, it brings so much to your lifestyle. It's so much more than just coming in and burning calories for an hour. You really get a lot out of it as far like just the growth mindset that we have here and the well-rounded, just um, like healthy lifestyle that we promote as far like nutrition mm-hmm. not just exercise and physical fitness um and but well-being across the board is what we encourage and promote and try to you know make connections for you when you're here too like if there's something that you need or that you're working on um the community here it's it's more than just a it's just so much more than just a gym it's mm-hmm. a it really is a family yeah. feel um where we help each other encourage each other and 
I know I, everyone here feels like family. I feel like I've known them my whole life. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a good environment. Very warm, welcoming environment. So if, and it can be hard to start something new, especially when you're not feeling like you're where you want to be. Um, and I think <clears throat> I would just tell people, don't be scared. Don't be scared to come in and try you know, we'll help you. Mm -hmm. That's why we're here. That's yeah. what we love to do. We want you to come in and we want the opportunity to help you reach goals or make changes. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks again, Cindy, not only for coming on the podcast, but for allowing me to record uh, in your wonderful office space up here. Um, again, if you want to know any information about uh, CrossFit it, uh, here at Fort Megs, fortmegscrossfit.com. Um, they got all the information out there. Cindy, thanks again for coming on here. Thank uh, it was you. Really good. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you watching now on YouTube. So please subscribe to that. We have most of our listeners are not subscribers. So if you subscribe, hit that little bell. It doesn't really you know, hurt you, but it helps us immensely. Um, find us on all social, on, uh, all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Please write the show at the nerdball podcast at gmail.com. Um, just interact with the podcast. Like, if you'd like to be on the podcast, inter interact and uh, see if we can, if I can get you out here and uh, get you interviewed. We are on, um, uh, we now have a podcast network, the Nerdball Network, and that the, our new show is Three Different Dads. It was on here for a while, and now we created our own feed. So, so please subscribe to that wherever you listen to this podcast. We're also on YouTube for th at Three Different Dads. Any of the social medias, it's uh, the number three different dads on Twitter and Instagram, and we have a Facebook page, Three Different Dads. So please um, like those pages and subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast. We are we having a lot of fun with that. So um, please let's get that going. Thanks as always to. Cuttlefish Graphics, the Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.